fellow world singers. My name is Tyler. And my name is Brooke. And this is Cosmere Cosmere Conversations, Conversations, the podcast where we are going to dive into the world of Brandon Sanderson's Cosmere Universe. And tell you all of the secrets, as far as we know. (laughs) (laughs) As best as we possibly can, because, one, you're going to ask yourself a couple of questions, like, what is the Cosmere? Who are these crazy people? Well, that's what this first episode is for, answering those basic questions. We, Tyler and Brooke, not experts. As much as anyone can be an expert of the Cosmere. It's a big world out there, friends, and there's a lot we don't know. But we are going to do our best to loop you guys in on what we do know. Exactly, because mainly... What we wanted to do was take the near-infinite complexity of this universe that Brandon Sanderson has created and put it into audio episodes, podcasts, um, so that we were able to reference it at any time. Yeah, because there's a lot of material out there, and to be honest, it can take a lot of time and effort to sort through everything that there is. So this is going to be more of like your quick reference. You can just listen to an episode and get all of the relevant information about that particular thing that we're talking about that day. Exactly. And we are going to do everything. The hope is to start off with a couple of introductory episodes Uh, Maybe shoot for 10, because as true world singers will know, 10 is a very important number in the Cosmere. Uh, And we'll talk about why, obviously. But uh, we're shooting for a couple of introductory episodes to just kind of familiarize everyone with the kind of basics of the Cosmere. Yeah, so if you're starting out with some of Brandon Sanderson's books and you're not quite all the way in yet, don't worry, we will fill you in. Exactly, we'll help you experience... Uh, and kind of get into the super nerddom that exists uh, with this Cosmere universe. We are going to then start diving in two different book series. Haven't 100% decided if we're going to go literally book by book or if we're going to go like trilogy, uh, you know, different. Uh, yeah, world by world. World by world instead of necessarily book by book. There are some other podcasts on the web that dive into some of the books and not all of them, Uh, but we didn't really see a lot of kind of explainers for like what is the Cosmere and really just focusing on the Cosmere. Yeah. Some like personal commentary, but there wasn't a lot of like really in-depth exploration of the Cosmere, so. And that is definitely what we want to do. We would like to say that we have all the knowledge that is possible and that our research is so on point that you will never have to doubt us but the reality we're not yasna we can't do that exactly we're already going deep into the reference game (laughs) some people are gonna get these things and some people are not but don't worry that's okay eventually everybody will get it in the entire world i'm guessing (laughs) um or at least listeners to the podcast the place that we want to start um, is with the question. We're going to start at the beginning. Yes. It's a good place to start. Generally, it is the best place to start, but sometimes, maybe not. Sometimes you cut it up, intersect, jump back and forth. What's that filmmaker that does that? 
Um, I mean, there are a lot of filmmakers who does that, but Quentin Tarantino That's the one. is really... That's the, we're not going to Quentin Tarantino this. We're just going to be, you know, normal people that start yeah, at the beginning where Linear the story storytelling yeah. is huh. what we're going to shoot for. Good vocabulary. Thank you so much. <laughs> the That's like level one vocabulary, guys. There's going to be a lot of vocab that we're going to have to introduce people to. Fortunately, a lot of it is fictional, so we can't be blamed for like getting it wrong because it's not real. Exactly. <laughs> and so when I mispronounce things, which is kind of my thing, I'm very good at mispronouncing things. To be honest, I think most people mispronounce Brandon Sanderson stuff because it's very hard to pronounce. It's not always the easiest, but we're going to do our best and kind of take everybody along for the ride. So let's dive in. Let's dive into this question of what is the Cosmere? Brooke, do you want to maybe describe the physical idea of the Cosmere? Sure. So the Cosmere is a dwarf galaxy um, that includes 10 primary planets in the Cosmere that we call shard worlds. Um, there are worlds where shards are, and we're going to learn what shards are. Uh, and on these planets, um, there are magic systems, uh, which are all based on something called investiture. Um, nice. which is Which comes from those shards. Excellent. And the ten primary planets in the Cosmere universe, or in this dwarf galaxy... Um, which is, you know, like our, um, galaxy has a name, the Milky Way galaxy, and we are one sun, uh, with, you know, eight primary planets and a couple of dwarf planets, uh, shout out for Pluto. Um, that's messed up. Thank you. The 10 primary planets in Brandon Sanderson's Cosmere Universe are where the stories uh, that Brandon Sanderson has written and is continuing to write um, take place. And we have explored many of those primary planets, and there are still some yet to explore that we do not know much about or are just merely referenced um, and not truly explored in detail in like a single novel. However... Of the 10 primary planets, uh, the shard worlds, we have a great deal of information about some of them. Like multiple series, multiple Mm -hmm. trilogies, or multiple novels uh, and novellas that take place on these primary worlds. So some we do not have all the information about. Some we don't even know the name of yet. And... Some we have a bunch of information about because Brandon Sanderson has already written books taking place on those primary worlds in his Cosmere universe. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about what shards are before we get too too into into the weeds. Yeah, for sure. Because some people might be out there like, wait, what? Okay, so yeah, let's start uh, kind of at the beginning. We understand you're a fan of this podcast. You must be a fan of Brandon Sanderson. Have you read his books? I'm guessing yes, but possibly no. But maybe some and not all. Exactly. So, 
We want to start by saying upfront hardcore there will be spoilers. There oh, yeah. will be spoilers in all of the episodes. We are going to be cross-referencing back and forthing. Um, there's really no telling how deep we can dive in. So there's going to be spoilers. That's not to say you can't listen if you haven't read everything or if you're sitting there like, wait, I have no idea what, the, what a shard is. Is this going to ruin something for me? No big deal. Um, most of it, a lot of it anyway, especially in this episode, is going to be background to kind of give you a deeper interest and experience of the books that you have read slash will read. Exactly. And we want to uh, kind of encourage the continued interest and continued reading uh, in the Cosmere universe. And so that's why we're putting this together, this background and detailed dive in so that everybody can stay in the know of how big this Cosmere universe actually is. Yeah, I think it really broadens your enjoyment of things you already enjoy. Nice. Now that we got the spoiler alert out of the way, let's start diving in to the details of the Cosmere. We said that those 10 primary planets were called Shard Worlds, and part of that is because, or, or the main reason be, that they are called Shard Worlds, is because in the beginning of this... In the beginning, there was God. Yes, and God's name in the Cosmere universe is not God. Well, they might refer to him from time to time. No, not really. Excellent. I believe it's more referred to as the power of creation. Nice. Um, because I think I've also read that there is an opposite to this. Power of destruction. Yes. Okay, yeah. so we have kind of a um, Hindu mythology going on here with different forces competing against one another. Mm -hmm. Power of creation, power of destruction type of thing. You will find... This, this often happens in the Cosmere universe. Yeah, the theme of, like, opposition. Yes. And these two forces that are, like, perfectly matched to oppose each other. Um, so, in the beginning, there was this power of creation, which in the Cosmere is called Adonalsium. I'm going to say that again, just so I can practice pronouncing it. Adonalsium? That's how I say it, anyway. That's how we're <laughs> going to say it, because basically... I take all my pronunciation efforts from Brooke. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know how to pronounce things. I'm very good at reading and very bad at speaking. <laughs> so we are going to... Do you ever do that? I just I feel like I, my brain just makes up ways to say words that I'm reading. Um, I don't come across that as often, but my youngest brother is like the worst at that. He just reads constantly and never speaks. And so he'll say words all the time that everyone's like, what? Yeah. And it's like the weirdest pronunciation of like a normal word. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. I've just read it for the last 13 years. Like, I don't know how to say it. I just read it. <laughs> That's how I feel as well. Shout out to Aaron. Hi. The... Adonalsium exists. Uh, at some point in prehistory, Adonalsium was shattered into 16 different pieces, which are known as shards. Excellent. So we're kind of connecting these pieces, right? We have the power of creation, Adonalsium, 
And then we have an event. You know, maybe in our universe, this would be like a the Big Bang. The Big Bang kind of thing. Kind yeah. of. Um, but we have an event that shatters the power of creation. It is called the shattering. Excellent. You see what Brandon did there? He made it easy for us dum-dums. And in this shattering event, there are 16 shards, 16 pieces of adenosium that are scattered throughout the cosmere. Correct? Yes? No? Um, I think actual order of events is it was shattered. Um, there were people, we don't really know who they are, who played a hand in this shattering. And they then found out post-shattering that uh, the shards needed um, a, a mind or like an intellect, a person essentially to... A sapience. Control, yeah, to take part in and control that shard. So these people took the shards uh, upon themselves and then, I believe, traveled to okay. different lands. Nice. So we have power of creation, Adonalsium, the shattering, yep. split into 16 different shards, yep. and then some humans or sapience, mm -hmm. some intelligence, uh, came along, picked up those shards, adopted them as their own, and then traveled throughout the Cosmere. Yeah. To many of the different ten major planets, yep. which are obviously the shard worlds. This is great. We've now connected some pieces of this puzzle. Yep. This is literally step one, guys. There is a ton <laughs> of information. So... Because the shards come from Adenalsium, they are essentially the wellspring of all magic in the Cosmere. Um, and in the Cosmere, that power is called Investiture. Magic is called Investiture in the Cosmere. Yeah. Nice. So we have magic systems, Investiture, on these different planets that the shards have traveled to. Um, and the magic is related directly to the individual type of shard. Yeah, so each planet is going to have a slightly different magic system, even though they're all based on investiture. It kind of manifests itself differently on each planet. Because but they're related, which exactly. is important. <laughs> very, very important. And that's, you know, part of why we're talking about it is yeah. because... Everything is connected. You may have read uh, a novella or a couple of the books and been introduced to a magic system, um, but the connection back to Adenalsium is also what connects the different magic systems together as well. They are different, um, but related. And, and I think that just as like a literary reference, you know, back in our universe, um, one of the things that Brandon Sanderson is noted for is his creation of magic systems that um, utilizes natural forces. More than like a, a Harry Potter type universe where you cast a spell and something magical happens, many, if not all, of Brandon's magic systems are based more on the manipulation of natural forces. For example, gravity. Um, you know, you, you have some people on different shard worlds 
that have the ability to manipulate gravity in one way or another. Um, and, and that is kind of the basis of a magic system on X planet. Uh, we, we'll go into the planets uh, in a little bit, but we'll, we'll try to keep it simple as we're starting out. These different magic systems on the different shard worlds are often, but not always, the source of life on that world as well. There are some of the planets that had life, human life, or... or humanoid. Humanoid life, because not They all. appear to be humans. Exactly. Um, that existed pre-shattering in the period where it was just the powers of creation at Anosium. But on other planets, there was no life until the shard arrived. Yeah, and the shard created exactly life. And we haven't necessarily explored in depth the difference between um, worlds where life was existing pre-shattering and where life uh, existed post-shattering on other worlds. Yeah, because there's still a lot we don't know. Like, there are some planets that are su suspected to have had uh, different shards in the past um, or had a shard and now don't have a shard um, because the shards can move around the Cosmere for the most part. Um, so there's a lot about this prehistory that we are still waiting t for more information on. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll fall back on that anytime somebody <laughs> calls us out on the interwebs, uh, which you can do at Cosmere Combo on the Reddit or on Twitter. Uh, at Cosmere Combo, just throwing that out there. The interesting thing for me is that you are able, as a reader, to dive into one of these books with no knowledge oh, of yeah. the Cosmere and have a completely enjoyable experience. Yeah. Um, I feel like this happens best and where I want to turn this into is an introduction of the books. Mm. Um, so we can kind of talk about the different books that show the Cosmere. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like this is maybe best seen in one of Brandon Sanderson's most famous and... Um, earlier works the original Mistborn era one series um which begins as a cool story uh about a, a couple of people there's a nice magic system investiture um and then as we get into book two and book three the scope really starts to pull back from these individual characters to more like a what's going on on the entire planet, what's going on with these shards on this world. And then the next step is obviously to pull back again and see that what's happening on this one planet is actually part of something... Much bigger. Exactly. Like, this is a fractal universe that Brandon Sanderson has created. You have the big picture of the Cosmere, the um, planet-sized picture of the shard worlds, and then you have individual stories that are being experienced and told. And like that's obviously the characters that we're connecting to. Yeah, there's so many levels 
Absolutely. And all of this. <laughs> and they all mimic and reflect one another. Yes. That is really the beauty of this overall story. So I want to bring a quote in. This is actually from Brandon Sanderson. Um, and it, it, it kind of explains why he did this, why he created um, a fractal way of storytelling where you have all this mimicked layers that we yeah, just Yeah, why mentioned. is there this whole world that is like not even really mentioned in the books? So Brandon said, quote, I wrote 13 novels before I sold one. I spent a lot of time practicing and learning, and I love big, epic, grand series. However, you know, you can't grow up reading The Wheel of Time without loving big series. But advice I heard early on was, selling a big series is actually pretty hard for a new author. And if you, for instance, spend your life and you write like six books in the same series and you send off the first book to someone and they don't buy it, you can't really send them the second book. I wanted to expand my chances, and so I wrote 13 novels in different worlds, all with their own different magic systems and own characters. But I secretly loved that grand epic, and so I started connecting all of these worlds during my unpublished era and telling a hidden epic behind them all that I was setting up for. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting! A hidden epic? Ex oh! He hid an epic, guys. He hid an epic. We are Amazing. We're exploring a hidden epic. That's, <laughs> we're, we're having a nerd moment here. Uh, the You guys, it's a hidden <laughs> epic! There are, there are so many things that I like <laughs> about this. One, it tells you a little bit about the publishing world, about how hard it is for yeah. a new author, a young author. I mean, Brandis Anderson is not, um, you know, the oldest author in town or anything. He's, he's a, you know, middle-aged dude right now. I don't know his age. We'll be respectful and not to dish that out. Um, and I think he's said his age. I just don't like thinking about it because I'm so afraid that he's going to die before no, he writes everything. <laughs> he's not even close to natural death. We're totally fine. He's not. I, there's just so much. Plus, he, I just don't like thinking about it. He's got to have some <laughs> abilities uh, of a gold manipulation and, and is able to... Uh, you know, extend that health, I, I imagine. The idea that he had, he wanted to write stories and kind of increase his chance uh, of getting published that first time. And so he wrote different stories, different characters, different magic systems, but subtly connected them all behind the scenes. That's now what we're diving into and have, you know, attached so much of our time, energy, and passion uh, four is this story going on behind the scenes. Yeah. I think that as we dive deeper into the Cosmere, uh, it, it will become clear just how masterful Brandon Sanderson has done this, how he's hidden this epic in plain sight because the first time reading through... Like I said, you can read the books, have a great time, great experience, and know nothing about the Cosmere. Yeah. Then as you return and reread things that you missed that are literally right in the text, it's not like, you know, some hidden code or anything that you have to crack. It's characters' names repeated mm -hmm. um, throughout. It's themes that are present. Like, this stuff is very clear once you know what you're looking for. That type of you know, playing with the reader, creating the, something in your own mind, that's just really impressive. And 
I think that what I want to introduce, if you would help me, um, are some of these different books that Brandon Sanderson has created. We'll say up front that Brandon Sanderson is not, or he has not written every single one of his books in the Cosmere. True, yes. There are books by Brandon Sanderson that are not in this world. So let's just go through the different uh, books that are in the Cosmere. And we can kind of introduce them just based on their title. And if you have read some and not others, that's totally fine. But let's just kind of toss out some of these different books that Brandon Sanderson has written in the Cosmere universe. Um, we will go with, to start, there's two different ways that we could introduce this. Should we go in... Publishing order? I wasn't even going to say publishing order. Oh, sorry. Publishing order is a good one too, though. <laughs> might have to look up publishing order. I was going to go in order of suggested readings oh. for for someone you know who, who's or trying this for the first time or chronological based on the universe right world in world chronology yes. um or we could do publishing order publishing order kind of makes sense to me a little bit and then maybe we could give some suggestions for reading order yeah i think i don't know reading in order is always hard for me anytime i'm trying to like tell a new person yeah absolutely how to read them i'm always like oh dang i don't know <laughs> So, we've decided on publishing order. Maybe we'll give suggestions for something else later. But, publishing order, Brandon Sanderson started with, in 2005-2006, the book Elantris. Uh, followed by, 2006, also uh, Mistborn, The Final Empire. And that is Mistborn Era 1. I will begin referring to them as era one era two era three era four because like things we have said before this gets real crazy real intricate well yeah but why don't we just call them mistborn and then alloy of law no 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 she's referring to the titles of the books yeah why can't we do that i think it'll be easier to comprehend to say mistborn era one era two era three and then talk more in depth about like the book alloy of law Listeners, why don't you give us some feedback on this issue? How yeah, what you... do you think? Exactly. We'll let them decide instead of turning this into a fight, which we would never have on <laughs> air, ever, unless it's about Mistborn things. The <laughs> first book, Mistborn, Arrow 1, uh, is followed by the second book in the Mistborn series, A Well of Ascension. And then concluded by The Hero of Ages, published in 2008. We then have Warbreaker in 2009. And the magnum opus of Brandon Sanderson's work, The Stormlight Archive. The big one. Yes, this is not the one I suggest people start yeah, with. Yeah, I, I do not suggest starting with this. Some do on the interwebs. I know, some people do, I do not. I don't. But um, published in 2010, The Way of Kings is the first book in the Stormlight Archive. Again, these are the big epic. And you can see with the publishing order, 
Brandon Sanderson starts with a, a single book, uh, a self-contained novel, and then he goes into his first trilogy, and then he goes back to a single book, and then he actually introduces his epic story in The Way of Kings, broader title, The Stormlight Archive. The Way of Kings... Well, should we talk about what the Stormlight Archive is slash will be? Let's just get through this, but okay. I agree that we should talk okay. about that. Um, Put a bookmark in there. We'll come back. Damn right we will. <laughs> uh, okay, so next one. Uh, next we have the Alloy of Law in 2011. So that is uh, on the same planet as Mistborn, uh, but at a different time. So that would be Mistborn Era 2, if you are a fan of that uh, way of describing them. Alloy of Law, published in 2011, followed uh, by Brandon Sanderson publishing other works, the dude writes like a madman, but none in the Cosmere, until 2014, where he published the second book of the Stormlight Archive, Words of Radiance. Then uh, the next year, 2015, we get Shadows of Self, um, followed quickly 2016 by The Bands of Mourning, which are both uh, within that Mistborn Era 2 trilogy. And then for the super nerd fans, there is a book that is... How, how to best describe Mistborn Secret It's like a History. shadow novel. Interesting. The way that Brandon himself describes it is as early as Mistborn was going on, uh, he was thinking about this kind of shadow novel that was happening behind the scenes. Yeah. It's kind of like if there are any uh, theater fans out there, it's like uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Excellent. <laughs> Gosh, if we can pull more Rosencrantz references, that would be lovely. Um, but it, it's, yeah, it's a story going on behind the scenes in era one of Mistborn. Um, and it is an incredibly important novel to the overall Cosmere. Yeah, it's real dense. Yeah, very dense. And so we're trying to help you out, the listener, by... Yeah, like, don't start with that. <laughs> that would be a <laughs> bad idea. You would have no idea what's going on. <laughs> no. I still don't really have an idea. I was going to say, you barely what's know what's going on if you've read everything more exactly. than once. <laughs> so, Mistborn Secret History was also in 2016. Then we have... Well, so there's a there's a few um, short stories as well. So, like we said, Brandon Sanderson writes just a ridiculous amount. Like, I, he must have a time turner or something. I don't know. I don't understand how one person writes so much. Um, so occasionally people ask him to, like, write short stories for anthologies and collections and things like that. And so he'll throw a little Cosmere novella in there. Um, so there's a few short stories that are also set in the Cosmere that can be found in various um, collections and anthologies. Then we also have um, just last year in 2016, he put out the Arcanum Unbounded, which is basically 
exactly that, a collection of all of the Cosmere short stories that he has written for various different things that have finally been compiled for all of us nerds who have been, like, trying to track them down over the years. It really is the closest thing to um, an encyclopedia yeah. for the Cosmere. I, I, yeah. I'm going to say that it's not quite there. It's done in a different way than, like, a straight encyclopedia. Sure, yeah. Um, but... As a collection and commentary on many uh, Cosmere stories and characters, it's, again, very important for the super nerds out there. We will reference the Arcanum Unbounded multiple times, maybe throw up some some pictures from the Arcanum Unbounded because they have maps and things like that. Great pictures. Um, if you have not read all of the books yet and are not maybe aware, uh, at the end of all of Brandon Sanderson's Cosmere books, there is, uh, what's called an Ars Arcanum, uh, which is basically a sort of index or guide to relevant information about that world. Um, and we found out from Brandon Sanderson that those indexes or Ars Arcanums are written in-world by an in-world character. Um, So the Arcanum Unbounded is sort of a compilation of all of this in-world scholarship um, combined with those short stories. Excellent. The 2017 has been a big year not because there has been a bunch of things produced, but because... Brandon Sanderson has been finalizing and completing the draft and the publishing efforts of Stormlight Archive Book 3, which is called Oathbringer. And it is being released very, very soon. Um, Do we have an official Yeah, November 15th. November 15th. I took it off of work so that I can read all day. (laughs) That's an excellent idea. I might join you in that. You should. Uh, like set up the hammock in the backyard and just like peace out. Yep. Nice. The So the third book in the Stormlight Archive is coming out this year. Uh, that is where one, obviously, epic story going on, characters that we love, but also the most detail about the Cosmere is often found in these Stormlight in Archive. The Stormlight. Yeah. But in 2014, there was actually a, a fan Q&A with Brandon, uh, and he remarked on uh, just the, the scope of this Cosmere universe and this, this lifetime work that he is putting in. Uh, you know, we just went over 10 years, basically, uh, and, and a dozen novels slash novellas easily at this point. Um, would you like to play Brandon Sanderson or the questionnaire? Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll be Brandon. You were Excellent. Brandon last time. That is true. I did get to read Brandon. <laughs> Thank you, Brandon, for letting me read as you. Uh, here we go. So I am the questioner uh, asking in Oregon in 2014, said, how many series are in the Cosmere? How many total books? 36 novels. Don't tell some people because they'll get scared. Uh, Miss Bourne is 9. Now 10 because he had an extra one. True. Stormlight is 10. Uh, Dragonsteel is the prequel and those are the core. Everything else will be a trilogy or a one-off and some might be novellas. So we have at minimum 
37 planned books or already completed books. Yeah. And it's definitely going to be more than that because, as a great example, the only reason Alloy of Law exists is because his publisher asked him for a short story and he wrote them three novels. Yes. So. Well, it's even, it's even <laughs> better than just, just that. Like, because the publisher asked for a short story. He wrote a novel. Then he turned that one novel into a trilogy but while he was writing the sequel, book two, he got so excited that he fit in another book, book three, and then there's going to be a book four. So he turned a novella that was pitched by his publisher into a novel, into a trilogy, into a quartet. Yep. The dude writes to take breaks from writing. He yeah. literally goes to other series, like we said. He writes other books. He goes to other non-Cosmere books, writes those then comes back to the Cosmere, his life work. And I had trouble getting out of bed this morning. Like, I had to have some coffee and some tea and, like, a whole long thing. And this dude is just producing work like crazy. Yeah, it's insane. And that's why we feel like we're needed to kind of splice through some of this. Yeah, I don't know how he keeps it all in his head. It's... I mean, he doesn't. He has, like... Teams. A lot of yeah, <laughs> a lot of other people who like remind him of <laughs> everything in this gigantic world. So, there has been a bunch of stuff that we have already talked about and covered. I feel like we have a pretty good introduction. What are you thinking about? Yeah, I think this is a pretty good start. A pretty like basic introduction i think some people are like i'm entirely overwhelmed and i have no idea what you're talking about this is not a start this is like a master's thesis phd level status well you know my dream is to get my master's degree in cosmeology Holy so. cow, would that be possible can we do that yeah like that's what i want to do are there any colleges out there even if it's like in brandon sanderson's garage like i would count that as a college um, that would give me a master's degree in Yeah, like, cosmology. can I, like, travel to Brandon's office as, like, a pilgrim and, like, petition to become an apprentice or something and just learn all of the things? <laughs> yeah, I, well, you can actually do some of that if you are, uh, interested in writing. Nope. Uh, okay. I just want to learn about the Cosmere, not about writing. Fair enough. <laughs> Brandon does have his own podcast where he talks about the writing process with other authors. It is very interesting and also um, quite inspiring to as just a creator, um, you know, looking for the how do professionals work and actually produce things and how do authors and, and literary icons structure their ideas and their thoughts in and create stories. How do they pull out something from their mind and bring it into the real world? Brandon Sanderson pulling out 97,000 things from his mind and creating an entire universe. Oh, I think what would be amazing to uh, kind of wrap all of this up together is if we could kind of just go back and forth and, and try to hit like bullet points. What did we learn in this episode? What did we talk about? Well, I think, can we also leave our listeners with as we said earlier, sort of a suggested reading list. Okay, so let's do suggested reading list. So if you're, yeah, listening to this and you're like, oh man, I totally want to get involved, but like, where do I start? Because this seems like a lot. That's a good point. Yeah. So 
let's do that first. I'm going to personally say that we have a suggested reading list uh, that I pulled from uh, the Reddit. This was produced by user uh, XYZ57. Um, and, and this is just one suggestion. Obviously, there are difference, uh, differences of opinions. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm going to stick with this one. It, it's pretty good. I like it. I would just say that if you are literally completely fresh, never read a single book in this series, maybe, I don't know how you got yeah, why, this Yeah, I don't know why you're listening to us if that's the case. Because we have sexy voices. That's what I'm going with. But we like that you're here. Exactly. Don't leave. Please stay. Uh, <laughs> if you're completely fresh, I would actually suggest that you start where I started. I know that's very biased and like uh, self-centered, um, but I was told to start with one of the novellas, a self-contained story um, called The Emperor's Soul. It is relatively short. Uh, it is not, it has the connections to the Cosmere, but they're completely done in the background. Um, and I feel like it's just a good introduction to things Brandon Sanderson does great, which are interesting magic systems, awesome action. Like, he, he is great and fantastic at writing action. And I think that um, The Emperor's Soul is a perfect introduction into the Cosmere universe. Do you have a strong disagreement about that? Um, I don't know if I would say don't start with the Emperor's Soul, but I don't know if I think that's the best... Display? Yeah, of of action in particular. Oh, I definitely to me, think To me, I best. think, yeah, the Emperor's Soul is a really great um, display of the way Brandon Sanderson writes characters mm -hmm. um, in a sort of unexpected and complex and empathetic way. Um... So I think that's a like that's a good thing for that. I think I usually suggest um, Mistborn first. Yeah. Simply because it's a little bit more exciting, and I'm always like trying to convince, like hook people so that they'll yep. keep reading. So I'm like, okay, start with Mistborn because I know that'll catch your attention, and then like I'll trap you here. <laughs> Mistborn is a great starting point, and if someone asked, uh, you know, oh, I want a novel. Um, I w and what novel should I start with? I would definitely say start with Mistborn. I I'm just saying... Well, that's not a novel, that's a trilogy. Well, the, the if they wanted to start with a novel, I would suggest either Warbreaker or Elantris. I know. There's so many ways you could go about this, listeners. I'm very sorry for our conflicted... No, no, no. It's <laughs> conflict is what drives all podcasts and also the entire human history. So uh, we are going to say that I, I agree. I think Mistborn is a good place to start. It's a, a good first novel and then expands like we talked about before. Um, and as Brandon said in Oregon 2014, it's a core series to the Cosmere universe. You eventually have to read Mistborn. True. Uh, but as a suggested reading order from user XYZ57 on the Reddit... He says start with Elantris, which is Brandon Sanderson's earliest work, and it's a self-contained story. Um, introduces great, interesting magic system. 
and has some cool characters who we will see again crossing over in some of the other uh, works. But Elantris would be followed by the novella, The Hope of Elantris, kind of a shadow story slash sequel, but in a, in a very minor way. And then The Emperor's Soul. So right there you have one novel, two novellas to start you out. As and a those possible. are all on the same world also exactly so it kind of keeps you tied into a similar mm-hmm. magic system and similar um, vocabulary for the world it's it's a good way to start out that i think is shorter and kind of uh maybe more direct and that's why the user um created that as a starting order and then then they bring you into uh the mistborn trilogy the first one which would be mistborn the well of ascension and the hero of ages after you finish the Mistborn Era 1, which those three novels would be in, you could dive into Warbreaker. Uh, Warbreaker is actually, I think, the first book I suggested you read. Yeah, that is the first one I read. Yes, and that, um, again, self-contained novel. Very, very interesting magic system that has, uh, you know, ties into color theory and just like life after death like Mm. there's lots Mm -hmm. of like good elements in warbreaker and one of the best sort of twist endings i think for sure it's i mean in a single novel it's something that we're gonna that you do see in mistborn over three books Mm -hmm. and that we will see i imagine in uh stormlight archive over five and ten books um but warbreaker does it all in a single package so i i would actually maybe favor uh warbreak warbreaker flopped with elantris you know start with that one yeah i think the only reason i mean i understand why this person is putting warbreaker right before yes as we're gonna see next way of kings um because they're I mean, all of these books cross over in some way, but there are definitely things in Warbreaker that, like, it could be good to have fresh when you go into uh, Way of Kings. And let's do this. You should definitely read Warbreaker before Way of Kings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wherever you read it. I usually recommend reading everything before Stormlight Archive. (laughs) I think that Warbreaker's a very good book. Obviously, we're fans of all the books, but um, Warbreaker is then followed by, as Brooke pointed out, The Way of Kings and its sequel. Words of Radiance. And now its next sequel. Oathbringer! Oathbringer, book three in the Stormlight Archive. I'm gonna, we're gonna hold off on recommending Oathbringer be read immediately after. Because after you read Words of Radiance, I think it's important to dive back into where Brandon Sanderson really takes off. Because, let's be honest, um, before Way of Kings, he was popular in the literary world, but not the level that he is now. Um, Mistborn and then Way of Kings really was the ascension. So after he uh, publishes Way of Kings and Words of Radiance, he can really start to, with his own idea and his own motivation, start writing books 
with the purpose of connecting them into the Cosmere. Yeah, so like we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, initially he kind of had to pretend like they were all these separate series, but now that he has a lot bigger fan base and, you know, he has a lot more flexibility to say, hey, this is what I want to write. Exactly. And he says, uh, well, after Words of Radiance, he begins Mistborn Era 2, which is Alloy of Law, Shadows of Self, The Bands of Mourning, and Mistborn Secret History. Boom, 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 all hit in an order after you read some Words of Radiance. Okay, so next we have White Sand, which is originally a, uh, a novella, I believe, just written by Brandon Sanderson, uh, but it's being published as a graphic novel um, in collaboration with Rick Hoskin and artwork by Julius Gopez. The artwork is astoundingly gorgeous. I really like just looking through that book and, and not even necessarily focusing on the story, which is interesting too, but like it just has very, very beautiful artwork. And I think it works really well and I think especially Brandon Sanderson's work lends itself very nicely to a graphic novel format because as you mentioned, he's really good at writing action. So there's a lot of scenes that are great in that graphic novel format. And originally I was kind of like, oh, I don't know, really a graphic novel? I don't know if I can get into that. Um, but I really, really enjoyed it. And that's like high recommendation, especially if you're a person who's never picked up a graphic novel or has not picked up a graphic novel in a long time. Maybe you read comics as a kid or something um, and haven't really explored what is possible when you have like such high quality artwork and storytelling happening. Uh, you, I mean, you're producing masterpieces. They're like really, really gorgeous stuff is in that white sand. Um, a couple of uh, novellas all found in the Arcanum Unbounded. Novellas like Six of the Dusk, Shadows Beneath, and Shadows for Silence in the Forest of Hell are all uh, things that can be found in that collection, uh, the Arcanum Unbounded, and could be read, you know, as you read the Arcanum Unbounded, you could hit those, uh, those novellas and short stories. So that's a that's a good reading order. I like it. I like that we couldn't just say the list either. We had to explain each one. Yeah, we. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's what nerds do. Uh, okay, so the last little bit. What do we want to talk about? Oh, we wanted to talk about everything that we talked about this episode. What did we learn this episode? That was your teacher voice. Yeah, I, I it really was. Put it on there, laying it on <laughs> thick. Uh, but no, I mean, when you're going over information so dense and so complex and talking for near an hour, I think it is important just to like quickly hit on some of the important stuff. Yeah, for sure. So, Cosmere. Brief history of the Cosmere. In the beginning, Adonalsium, the Shattering, Shards, people grabbed them, went to the Shard world, magic which is called Investiture. That was such a good little thing. I want to cut that, turn it into a GIF of just audio. Uh, GIF for some of you who hate me. I have really loved doing this. We do. It has just unleashed the the super nerd inside of me. That I is, can do this all day. I know. Uh, <laughs> but 
you have lives, people. We do not. We just read the Cosmere. That's it. Uh, literally, all, that's all we did yesterday. But the time for us to say goodbye is now here, and we will return again uh, looking at more introductory topics, basically taking concepts that we've introduced in this episode and diving more in-depth and kind of being very single-minded or single-focused on specific points that we've brought up. Then, eventually, you know, if this is successful and we like doing it, which obviously we'll do it even if nobody listens, <laughs> um, but we will start diving into the books individually and give them the same attention that we give Cosmere Concepts um, as well. Another CC phrase that we can start uh, coining. Uh, and if there is anything that you guys want, you know, an in-depth look at, uh, let us know and we can put that on our episode agenda. And where could they let us know? Uh, well, I think that they can let us know on Reddit at Cosmere Convo and also Twitter Cosmere Convo. Uh, do we have anything else? We have email, but we'll just save that for the back end type of stuff. Yeah, nobody emails anymore anyway. Yeah, talk to us on the social media. Uh, social meds. Wow, excellent abbreviation. <laughs> You're super cool. Uh, the <laughs> <laughs> really enjoyed having everybody here with us and being able to put this together. We're big fans. Uh, we hope that this this turns into something. Because like we said before, it's a dense universe out there and, and we're just trying to make a little bit of sense of it. Until next time, life before death. Strength before weakness. Journey before destination. Mm -hmm.